Hello, everyone. Our guest today is from the energy sector. He has been in the oil and gas for more than a decade and has some growth initiatives in digital with AI and IoT. We are excited to bring you a two-part series with Brandon Brown, VP and CIO at Laredo Petroleum. Brandon, welcome to the Get in the Mode podcast. Thank you very much, David. Glad to be here. Great. Uh, so, Brandon, uh, tell why don't you start by telling our viewers uh, what Laredo is and uh, what your role in Laredo uh, yeah, is. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, Laredo is an upstream oil and gas company. We are located in or based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we operate in the Permian Basin, which is in West Texas. Um, I am the CIO, so I lead the IT department here and currently leading our digital ambitions and digital transformation. Uh, now... 18 months uh, as a CIO at Laredo. Uh, tell us what are some strategic objectives that your that the leadership team ha you know worked out. What did you start with? Yeah, um, maybe before we go into objectives a little bit, let's kind of talk about maybe our vision as what we want to become as as yeah. a company and as an IT department. So that's one thing that I think is kind of unique about Laredo, and what really attracted me to the organization was we. We don't have a traditional, um, I don't feel like anyways, a traditional approach to oil and gas. Um, mm. our, our leadership team and our board understand that technology plays a significant role. You know, both technology and data play a significant role in the transformation of oil and gas as the industry continues to move forward. Um, so having that support is, is what really attracted me to Laredo and then being able to leverage technology and data with that support has has you know, really kind of jump-started our digital transformation journey, if you will. Um, so the vision really for our IT department that aligns with the overall company vision is to be a cash-generating partner for the business. Um, most IT departments you can look at, you know, is they, they see IT as, as a cost center um, right. and, and you know, kind of a cost for doing business, and that's not what I want our IT department seen as. I want us to be a partner that helps significantly do cash generation, and I want to be seen as a department that is an instrument of change for the organization, right? So that's really what we're striving to as an IT department. So now let's talk a little bit about some of the unique challenges in the oil and gas industry. Perhaps in the last five years, what are some changes you've seen? You've been a veteran in the industry, especially with 15 years of experience. Um, I, definitely the viewers would love to learn more about what unique challenges oil and gas has. Yeah, David, great question. You know, and, and the industry's um, not uh, not new to challenges, right? The industry's been faced with challenges for, you know, since its existence. The last five years, though, I think have been, you know, have been unique to the industry. Um, there's always the price pressure that comes and goes with the industry. And of course, that's been present the past five years. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot happening around alternative energy that is putting um, a little bit of pressure on the supply side of oil and gas, mm -hmm. right? Um, the industry in the past has scaled by adding people, and that's just no longer where the industry is at. <laughs> and how any industry really scales without people is, is through technology. So the innovative side of oil and gas, uh, we're definitely not new to being innovative, but we are new, I believe, to being innovative through the digital landscape of technology. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very important distinction that you're making between growth and scale. Or you know perhaps they to some they mean the same, but I think growth can doesn't always have to be adding more bodies and more you know kind of work, but doing more with less, and that's where digital plays a role. Tell us a little bit about the vision of Laredo in terms of you know 
what they brought you in for as the CIO. Uh, talk to us about that. Yeah, David, and you were, you were spot on. You know, growth does not mean headcount growth. Growth means revenue growth, right? So for the oil and gas business, that means production growth. And uh, one of the things we're tasked with, and one of, one of the reasons I'm here really, is to enable that scalability through technology. We do want to grow production. We are growing production. We are growing revenue. And we're doing that with a relatively flat GNA and a relatively flat headcount. Um, that's one thing I thought that was pretty unique to Laredo was really Jason and I's view on technology is we do feel it's a huge enabler for the industry. And the industry must embrace it in ways it hasn't in the past in order to continue to be relevant moving forward. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in terms of the vision, right, um, you know, last time when we spoke, you talked about the various initiatives. Now, traditionally, you you kind of said came back and said we you know when I said traditionally oil and gas is seen as laggards, but you came back and said actually we've been innovating on all ends, other you know on the production side, right? Now tell us, talk to us about the innovation on the digital side that you are going to overseeing uh, for Laredo. Yeah, exactly, and that's that was kind of my point in the previous comment was you know we're we're not new to innovation, we are not new to challenges. You know, we've we've innovated our way out of challenges over the past several decades, but what we haven't done in the past really is leverage digital technology because the capabilities just weren't there, right? So, so what's different now is we can take advantage of things like RPA. We can automate, uh, we can automate the, the remedial task of employees. That's one way to create scalability. We can use machine learning in ways we haven't been able to use it in before. We can use analytics at scale that we haven't been able to use before. And then really, um, IoT comes into, into play with oil and gas really in a big way. You know, all of, our, all of our wells, all of our assets are connected. They've been connected for decades. SCADA has been around for a long time. It's, it's an old technology, right? So in, in a way, we've had connectivity to the field. But oftentimes, the latency of that data is, is, is relatively pretty slow. IoT brings high fidelity data at an extremely low and attractive cost to the industry and is enabling us to do some things differently than we had in the past. Tell us where, what are the, some of the areas that AI has a role to play in oil and gas? Um, is it cost reduction? Is it creating some sort of a profit center, digital assets? Talk to us about that. Yeah, um, and, and really it's, it's got a role probably in every area of the business. And I'll touch on a couple that we're doing here at Laredo, right? Um, spill detection is a big one for us, right? So instead of having to send a lease operator around to every single well site every single day, kind of like a milkman runs a milk route or a mailman runs a mail route, right? We're, we're able to use AI and, and route those employees to where the highest priority item is. That could be a down well, it could be a spill, could be something to that effect. Additionally, um, we're using AI on our uh, accounts receivable um, area to make sure that we're not duplicating payments to vendors, um, making sure we're getting the, the right amount matched with the work that was delivered from the invoice standpoint. Um, in the past, we have always used th we've always used a third party to come in and help with that analysis on kind of a year over year basis. And now we're able to do that ourselves kind of on an ongoing basis, right? So kind of, kind of two examples there. One is um, reducing risk uh, protecting our environment from a spill standpoint. The other is protecting risk from outside vendors with duplicate invoices. But really what we're trying to do is drive revenue. How, how do we make better decisions, faster decisions in order to drive revenue out, out in, in, in the production, right? It's out in the field. Um, and AI is playing a role in that. Um, we're not as far along in some of that as we'd like to be, but from, but from a production standpoint, 
we're working towards operate by exception, right? And that's what I touched on earlier, where we route lease operators to the highest priority item. And a lot of times that is going to be a down well, right? So they're going to get to a down well faster than they would in the traditional way. And that is going to drive production and that is going to drive revenue. Yeah, I mean, I think the business intelligence that you gain from all the data science that you're doing is going to make your optimize some of your operations, forecast sales better, right? Lots of benefits to it. So, um, you know, great point you're making there. Uh, now, you know, this is sort of like moving the needle from a cost center to profit. You know, what is sort of like in your, you know, ballpark estimate, what's sort of like the time frame that you want to accomplish, you know, moving the needle on cost to profit in uh, in terms of IT within Laredo? Yeah, we have a target of around a 3% production impact from technology over the course of the next 12 months. Uh, we feel very optimistic about that. We, we have a line of sight of that. Additionally, we're finding ways to, to monetize data. We've done some barter, bartering with data. Uh, that's worked out really well for us in the past. That was kind of a first uh, first for Laredo. And I think, you know, in a lot of cases, um, there's not a lot of oil and gas companies that are yet bartering or trading or monetizing data. So that was a good one for us as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, in this process, um, you know, in our last uh, talk, we talked a little bit about the tech stack that you are using. Uh, tell us a little bit about the process behind the buy versus build decisions you are making um, as you take this journey. Yeah, good question there. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm pro either side really, right? It, to me, it's situational. Um, commodity side of IT, I, I kind of call that the traditional side of IT, right? So your, your email, your PCs, uh, your network, your printers, right? Those, those are all commodities. Those are services. Those are services and/or software we should be buying. There is no competitive advantage to supporting email or supporting PCs, right? So we tend to do more buy on that side, uh, tend to buy more either software or buy more services on that side. On the digital side, and I'm, I'm more focused on actual business outcome. You know, we tend probably to buy more there as well, but where we can't buy, we will build. Mm. Uh, our data structure today, our data lake, our DevOps wrapped around our data lake, our data pipelines, we're using all native AWS tooling, but we have we have designed the architecture around that tooling. Yeah, that, that's great. I mean, especially if you have a way to, or if you're wanting to monetize data, that's sort of like your proprietary, you know, you need leverage to kind of have it in-house, have control over that, right? So. Uh, that's that's I think that's a indicative of how you are making those decisions. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about operations. Now, you know, we talked a little bit about data science on the operation side, especially with RPA. What are some repetitive processes that you think in the industry needs to be automated? And maybe you are in the process of automating it. Perhaps if you can just kind of throw some light on what uh, some of those processes are that you're looking at. Yeah, um, you know, we are in, in, a, in a growth mode as a company, right? So um, acquisitions is a focus of Laredo. We talk about on our earnings call and on a quarterly basis. Um, and, and with acquisitions in the oil and gas space comes leases, right? So we've leased uh, mineral rights from a particular owner or that, or that particular land. And those mineral rights, those leases have to be entered into the system we manage those in, right? And, and a lot of times, depending on the size of acquisition or even divestiture, 
that could be a significant lift, right? So we've used RPA to, to, to automate probably 90% of that process. So instead of now it taking a human anywhere between 60 and 90 minutes, uh, we've got that down to you know, a completely automated, you know, for the most part fashion where they're now spending less than one minute on those kind of things. Wow. Uh, additionally, we're matching invoices to deliverables through RPA. And that's been another significant time saver. Um, it's it's almost un, uh, what I like to describe it is you're only limited by the creativity of your RPA developer, right? There's there's so much it can do, uh, and we're starting to get to a point now where we want to start tying that with machine learning and tying uh, tying that to machine learning and artificial intelligence as well. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a good point that you're making about the sort of like a creativity within the team that you know. Uh, running an IT operation you need to have on the digital side, especially, right? Um, let's talk a little bit about your team, right? Uh, how are you fostering some of that culture, that innovation culture within your team uh, so that you can bring out the best solutions and be best technology uh, for Laredo? Thank you for listening to our conversation with Brandon Brown, CIO at Laredo. This is the end of part one. Coming up on part two, we talked to Brandon about leadership challenges and tech adoption. Brandon also talks about books that has inspired him lately. You don't want to miss part two.